0: And we are back. We are doing things. It's a new year, new year, new me, new year, new you, hopefully. And welcome to another episode of the Dude Thoughts podcast, the uh, official Celebrity Deep Dive podcast. We uh, we have the ringing endorsements of high ranking celebrities such as uh, Jay Leno, uh, Conan Ooh, O'Brien, what Meryl a terrible Streep. Terrible
1: endorsement. Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye oh no, West. you guys! <laughs> Tom for legal Cruz. purposes, all of these things are lies.
2: <laughs> I, I don't agree with Kanye on most things, but I just love him so much. Is, I don't know why I just love me some Kanye West.
1: First of all, his music is, in my opinion, entertaining. He's a very talented musician, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I uh, wish him happiness in the world. <laughs> I like when he. Went I on sometimes, TV. I sometimes worry that he's not happy. And I want him to be happy.
2: Yeah. I like when he went Everyone... on TV and said George Bush doesn't like black people. Yeah, but the still, favorite Kanye West moment. still to
0: this day, I, I feel so bad for Michael Myers. <laughs> uh, do you ever, I sometimes just look at the scene, just remember his face and he's like.
1: And then they invited him back on and he went on some rant about how, you know what? I don't need to, you know, it was.
2: Just hey, Carmen. <laughs> Carmen. Hey,
0: dude, what's up? Hey, I'm allergic to something broke out in hives last night. Oh, Um, do we know what it is? No idea. It's a mystery? It's a mystery. So, long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away called Orlando, uh, I one time surprised Jessica with a visit, and her old roommate, Kat, helped me plan this visit. Now, not only... This is just a backstory, because this is the last time I broke out in hives, uh, and... First off, the funny thing about that is my flight got delayed. I ended up meeting a a guy who worked for Disney on that flight, and we shared a rental car from Tampa to uh, Orlando because our flights got rerouted to Tampa. Anyways, the next day, I get the Pokemon Go Frappuccino, which is basically just a vanilla bean Frappuccino with, like, red dye in it. I have never had that before, and I've also never had it since, but that gave me hives all over my body. And you know, when you get that, you could pinpoint the thing that you've never experienced before and the thing that you should avoid in the future. This case is different because there's nothing that I've eaten or drank yesterday that I've never eaten before. And somehow, like, my eyes were starting to swell shut. I had, like, hives all at my arms and my legs and my, my stomach. And it was weird because it was, like, 1230 at night, and I'm like... Jess, I don't feel good. I'm itchy. I'm warm. My <laughs> eyes feel weird. And she's like, okay, turns the lights on. Oh yeah, you got hives. And I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> so she got gets on hives. door. Yeah, so she gets on DoorDash and gets me uh Benadryl uh door to me. And it doesn't get there till like one thirty in the morning. Uh so and then I left work early today because I was like having a, a meeting and I was like, so yeah, so it's <laughs> This is where we're at for the month. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, no, but just my eyes are so swollen and shut. And they're like, yeah, you should leave. So I left. But that's that's it, you know?
1: Maybe you're stressed out. Sometimes people break out in hives from stress. You don't seem that stressed, though, if I'm being honest.
0: I don't I it. not carries get... it well. <laughs> yeah. I carry all my stress in my penis. Uh, all right. It's <laughs> No, I, I, I don't feel. I did think of that. But the yeah. day that I would have gotten it, like, We were just hanging out with friends. Our babies, who were one day apart from each other, finally got to meet. Precious. We were just relaxing, eating tacos and having margaritas, and nothing was out of the ordinary. And I got a coffee that morning. I went to church that morning. Things were great. It was a perfect day. So I don't know how it could have been stressed, but that did cross my mind. But. Anyways, enough about my hives and my rash. Uh, although, if you guys do go to our Instagram page at Dude Thoughts Pod, you will see pictures of the hives. Nope. Um, <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> did our did our marketing uh, manager that? Did you actually that? take pictures? No, I didn't. Okay, I don't want that's those why. On that's the other around. reason. <laughs> yeah, there are no pictures. Uh, Gabe, hey dude, what's up, man?
2: Whatever your thoughts are on people. So if you're at a theme park and you go past people to meet your party in line, whatever your thoughts are on, on that, can we agree that 10 is too many people?
1: Yes. It should not be one person waiting for an entire party in a here's line. What, here's the
2: only time I'm okay with it, is if it's two people and one of them is a child who has to be or poop. Yeah. That is when I'm okay with it. And I will say, please, go go meet your party. But that's what it was. It was one person and the other eight people so it happened. We're in line for Barn, the Goofy Barnstormer. Barnstormer, Barn one of Barns the greatest you know,
0: rides of all time.
2: Um, Stormer. It's a thirty-second ride. If it's sixty-three
1: <laughs> seconds. Oh, that's but a lot way. of that is going up the hill, so it's okay. not really 30 <laughs> 30 <seconds.
2: laughs> So, anyways, and so there's like, and they were close to us, so like four people ahead of us, and. Then like literally six people like never ending. And at one point before they all finished, I was like, damn, how many people are with you? And nobody responded. <laughs> and then I started doing this new thing that I really enjoy. And I want everyone to start doing is I went boo. <laughs> As it was because happening. they didn't answer you. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, oh, I just think when people are going to do that, I'm just going to boo and see if it catches on.
1: Just uh, be be careful because people oh, in be theme park lines tonight. are wilding. and Yeah, Michael be prepared
2: has... to fight but we still. used to have to
1: call security a lot in the mind train line. And Michael has had to physically stand in between people fighting, even though they tell you not to do that. The times he's done it, he was not in a, it was not people they explicitly tell like you not to girls. fight. Yeah. Or not to Where's try and he? break up a fight in the OGs.
0: Oh, right, right, right. That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Not to try and break up. They're like, just call security. I'm like, listen, I've called security.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: it's but, just about honestly, the same as me trying to break it up honestly i'm more afraid of Kelki than i am disney security
1: yeah you should be <laughs> so
0: there's yeah, also so, way too many videos out there of disney security taking like five to ten minutes like someone's dead saying. in 15 <laughs> seconds <laughs> yeah it's not cute you can but, choke yeah. the life out of a person in 15 seconds and you I, don't, can kill. I don't know if that's correct it depends the pressure. I can you know. only hold see. your
1: breath for 15 seconds? <gasps>
0: Look, I'm just trying to accurately depict what's in all of the James Bond films that I've seen. 15 <laughs> seconds is how long it takes to <laughs> See, Gabe would be dead.
2: Anyways, <laughs> Gabe, I'm sorry. Anyways. Continue. No, no, it's fine. So yeah, I'm just going, that's my new passion project is booing when people <laughs> are going in front of you in line. And I think it's great. I think I, if you're in the right line, you can get enough people to boo. And then it makes you at least feel bad. Feel crummy about it. Yeah. Like, okay, hey dude, what's up? No, I don't want to boo you.
1: Thanks. Yay. Um, Yay, Kelky, tell me. We're in Tennessee and it's cold and I love it. Um it we are moving back to Tennessee. Boo. Yay. The secret's out. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um in like the March April time frame probably. But we're here right now. We brought like a, some stuff up because we're storing some stuff that we don't need at Michael's parents' house. And we're going to be here for a couple of weeks because Michael's starting a new job and he can't, he's going to be working remotely for a while, but he's doing a lot of his like training here in person now. And, uh, it's, it's a good time. But the first day we were here, it snowed and I was like, this is a sign that everything is perfect and wonderful because I love the snow and we have not seen snow in like four years. I was so excited. So. I'm just a happy, happy lady. Also, we watched the first two episodes of Boba Fett tonight because we are wildly behind the times.
0: But I we haven't enjoyed them it at all yet. So yeah. it's so good.
1: It's enjoyable. I, as of right now, I would say I like the Mandalorian better. But again, it's only been two episodes. But I also they're they're very different.
2: That's good. I we need different.
1: Yeah, but every I time I say... watch these Star Wars shows, I'm just like Jean
0: Favreau. Who knew? Am I right? Who knew? Oh, yeah. And Dave Filoni, or Fellini? Filoni? Uh,
1: Whatever his name is. And Patton Oswald? I mean, come on, guys. Sure.
0: I will say, before we go into the potential of an entire Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett uh, celebrity deep dive, the (laughs) Boba Fett celebrity deep dive, um, (laughs) which I would, we should do that. uh, It's... Where I, I, I remember back to where I was after episode two or three of The Mandalorian, and I feel exactly where I am now, emotionally, investment-wise. The emotional investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even a little bit more with this one, because Boba's one of my favorite characters, but I, I would Boba's say back. the the pacing of the shows are very similar.
1: See, so. that's I think that as well. But Michael, we watched it with Michael's dad, because he's also a Star Wars person, and he did not care for The Mandalorian. And I've been trying to nail down why. Because he was like, this is so much better than The Mandalorian. And I was like, they're just not that different. Um, and pacing wise. Because his whole thing was like, oh, The Mandalorian's so slow. And I was like, do you like, did you like Baby Yoda? And he was, I mean, not really. And I was like, well, then that's your whole issue. Like, if you don't care yeah. about that thing, you're not going to like that show. <laughs> he was like, I just thought it was goofy looking. And I was like, well, it is. But like, so are most babies. I mean, <laughs> I just look how <laughs> cute he is. Yeah. So I, can't tell you. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
0: I can't tell you how many times a day I go to Jess and I go, I would like to see the baby, and uh, she doesn't laugh anymore. So <laughs> old, I'm sure. So marriage is <laughs> over. So yeah, I mean, when I do it 115 times a day, uh, or like I'll be at work and I would just text her and I would just say I would like to see the baby, and she. Sends you should just picture. send the the gift version of it. <laughs> you should version? just start doing yeah. that. Oh, anyways, okay. Gabe. so yeah. Do that. I was gonna say, Gabe, what should people do at the ten minute and thirty seven second mark of the Do Thoughts podcast?
2: They should leave a review. They should share with their friends. They should invest in Bitcoin. They should just mm. <laughs> yeah. disclaimer. Do what you want with your money. That's not financial advice. advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, they should invest in the Do Thoughts <laughs> podcast. Yes, yes. By giving um, us money directly. <laughs> yes.
1: We're um, not a publicly traded company. But you can Venmo <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll send you my feet pics, that's fine. <sighs> uh, but no, like, comment, subscribe, please share with your friends, and help keep the lights on in this closet I record by <sighs> leaving a <laughs> leaving a review and such. So, moving on from there, Carmen, what do we have today?
0: We have everyone's favorite white rapper turned pop punk musician, uh, because it's so common and so easy to do. <laughs> There's such a long list. It's <laughs> I can count them all on one hand. Uh, so we are talking about Machine Gun Kelly. So uh, the way that we've been doing things here at the Dude Thoughts Podcast with the new year, new us, is uh, as we've transitioned to the celebrity deep dive, we've done a lot of research on uh, the the physical trending celebrity. And while right now uh, the, the trendy piece is probably Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. We didn't have enough time in an episode for both, but I do touch on their relationship a little bit later. But uh, I learned a lot about Machine Gun Kelly. I listened to some of his earlier music just to kind of get put into the mood. Uh, I know a lot of people who are MGK stands currently uh, really only know his "Tickets to My Downfall" album, which came out just a couple of years ago, and that's his that was his pop punk uh, kind of like transformation. Wait,
1: uh, hold on keep going okay. Sorry.
0: okay <laughs> all right well you said hold, hold on, on and but keep yeah. going
1: yeah because i have his album that came out this was that oh it was 2020 my god
0: it's a couple years 2020 is a couple of years ago now. i know what the fuck
1: isn't that wild because i i do like him much better now that he's pop punk i i don't much care for the rapping situation but yeah. um i i actually really enjoy that album
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not one of my favorite pop punk albums albums. I think that it's for, for what he did to re completely brand his career and his image. I think it it was bold and it worked honestly.
1: Well, and you know, Um, do you know who produced it? Did you do that in your research?
0: I knew that ahead of time. Travis Parker.
1: That's a weird one because you know, they're like besties with Courtney and Megan. It's a, it's a very, it's a whole thing. It's very weird.
0: It's honestly that's like a, a dream relationship quad qua qupple.
1: It's quadple. Just, but it's so surprising, right? It's just like the with Courtney and Travis, all I could think is that she is somehow both the girls in the song in Avril Levine's Skater Boy song. Like she has somehow yes. both <laughs> of those people. That's always <laughs> what I think about. Now Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are like less strange to me, but Courtney. Kardashian and Travis Barker. We'll have to do a whole episode on that because it's like truly wild to me. But yes, I think it's interesting that the four of them are like Biffles, but I think Travis Barker did a good job mentoring Machine Gun Kelly into that transition because personally, I think he's more suited for this role.
0: Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know Travis Barker, he is the drummer from Blink 182. Uh, he's also done Plus Forty Four. He's done uh, Boxcar Racer, and then he's done a lot of, honestly, a, a ton of work in the the rap and hip hop world. He's produced an mm-hmm. absolute crap ton of music. Uh, he's, he's done created a lot of beats for everyone. A lot of producing, but uh, we'll we'll stick to the Machine Gun Kelly part, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. So, do either of you guys know what uh, Machine Gun Kelly's actual birth name is? Oh, I actually do not. I. Googled him the other day
1: when they got engaged, and I think it came up, but I don't recall.
0: So his name is Colson Baker. I do know Baker, yeah. I would not like first off, he doesn't look like a Colson. Uh he does look <laughs> like a machine gun. Um, he does look like a Kelly, though. I could see Kelly Baker uh being yeah. his name, but Colson Baker? And Kelly's not short for Colson, who last I checked. Uh <laughs> But anyway, so he was born uh, in uh, April, April twenty second, nineteen ninety, which makes him a Taurus. Uh, I was about to say, yeah. So Kelky, before we jump any farther, I wanted to specifically carve out some time. Uh, the traits of a Taurus are what, and do we believe that Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, Resembles any of those traits. I like
2: how both of our deep dives, we've also we've allotted time for Cali to tell us
0: <laughs> about their astrology. Um, I think it's important. I think it gets us into the psyche of the uh, the celebrity. I think.
1: The, I don't know the extensive things about Taurus, but I can give you the stereotypical Taurus assumptions, and it is that they are really into like food, like they just love to eat, and that they're really lazy and like want to sleep all the time, which truly. I'm surprised that I don't have like a Taurus rising or something because both of those things are me. But those are like the stereotypical Taurus things. If I looked at him, I probably would have guessed that he, I wouldn't have guessed Taurus, that's for sure. I maybe would have guessed Gemini or Mm -hmm. Aries, but not, I would not have guessed Taurus.
0: (laughs) Do we know off the top of our heads what Megan Fox is? I have nope. the Google. I can so. find
2: her birth. Yeah, whoever gets to it first gets one point five million dollars.
1: She's May sixteenth. May sixteenth, nineteen eighty six. I win.
0: Me. She's also a Taurus.
2: Do so. This is a, a very quick question. Oh Do my God! She was born day, in Oak
1: Ridge, Tennessee.
2: Oh, look at that. Do people who are the same sign or that is is that usually compatible or no? Calkey.
0: Not so much. <laughs> so. Which is really great for me and Jessica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the exception, not the rule. Mm. Uh, well, one of my friends, uh, we'll see, we'll give it some time. Uh, one of my friends just had a baby and uh, her birthday is November 20th. So she matched Jessica. Um, so anyways, there I, I wanted to get into the psyche of, of who he was growing up. And also, I do want to shout out Wikipedia for a lot of this information. But I didn't get all of it from Wikipedia because they have little things where it says accuracy in question. Yeah. So I have to go and do the checking myself. Wikipedia, why yes. are people paying you their money that you're asking for, for the service that was free 10 years ago? It is and did, free still. Have, no, but they ask now. They ask. Yeah, but, it, ask yeah, ask. but no, I no. mean,
1: how are they going to make money? Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. They ask for donations now, which is fine. Ask for donations, mm-hmm. but I was getting better information back then with no donations. I digress. Well, he's um,
1: probably has that because there's probably been a lot of updates on his recently because he's very much in the in the news and people are just, you know. Keeping up with him. I didn't realize she was four years older than he was. Anyways, yeah, okay. And
0: four times hotter than he is. Ugh, uh, that's, I would say, an understatement. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, Sorry, 400. 400. People, like, yeah.
2: people really like MGK. I'm not one of those people. There are people, like, obsessed with him.
0: I, yeah, it's true. I don't see it. Anyways, so okay. uh, fun fact, his parents were missionaries and they had done a lot of traveling and living uh, in different countries in the world uh, as he had grown up. But uh, it's interesting because his mom left him, left him and his dad. So at one point they were moving around and they, they had lived in Denver and his mom just Poof! Disappeared and left, and I don't know what yeah, she I did. I didn't. I didn't go down that rabbit hole because this isn't the Mrs. Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> or Ms. Uh, Please, mother. Please, Machine Gun Kelly's my father. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, so, but anyways, after that, so they had moved around a lot. Uh, it's interesting because I, I like this part of looking at the celebrities and, and like who they were as kids. But apparently, he was bullied a lot, and as he got older, his mo became like picking on older people that were bullies and he would like he w- he would get bullied growing up but then as he got into like high school and moved up uh in age he would like call other people out and he would like purposely get in fights. So he got into a lot of fights in school uh and then a lot of that attributed to to his his dad moving and they ended up going to Cleveland uh and 2010 is when his music career actually started off. So he actually lists himself in a lot of ways. He connects himself to the city of Cleveland, uh, even though maybe some of his younger formative years he was in Denver. But uh, 2010 is for the for all all intents and purposes when his career really had started. Now, do either of you listen to Machine Gun Kelly's music, really, like any of his rap or any of the older music? The only time mm-hmm. I really heard of him no. is when him and his, that Eminem stuff was happening.
1: Yeah, and um, I just have the more recent album. So.
0: Yeah, so I had to go listen.
2: Have any idea who that was?
0: No. Yeah, in 2010, I would not have I mean, I knew Blink-182 back then. Uh but I would not have known Machine Gun Kelly at all. Uh But uh so he started out with uh, a single that was Alice in Wonderland was the title of the single. So, I listened to it. It's, like, not good. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's fine.
0: <laughs> this is his first song. And it's got, like, 3.3 million views on YouTube. It was released 12, yeah, 12 years ago. So, you know, okay, cool. But it's, like, a really weird... It's, like, imagine, imagine every person that you went to in high school who thought they could rap. Yeah. And they did their own recording on their MacBook Pro. That's yeah. what it was like.
1: I just think there's a reason that he switched genres.
0: <laughs> the thing, the, thing, well, is, the though, so thing is
1: the length of time it took him to do that, but it,
0: it's not terrible. Like he was getting some notoriety. Yeah. Uh, he, he had, uh, he had done a couple of mixtapes. Uh, he, he had actually gotten, and I, I won't, well, this is fast forward a year. So he released his first ever single in 2010. Uh, he had actually gotten a feature on MTV 2 So he was getting some notoriety just by his rapping, and then he had actually wrote a song on uh, one of his albums called Cleveland, and it became the theme song for the Cleveland Cavaliers for that season. Oh wow! So like he was doing things. He was getting also. Cleveland is actually worse than Alice in Wonderland, um, (laughs) which is hilarious. But in 2011, he he played South by Southwest, and that was like his first big break. Because P Diddy actually got him onto Bad Boy Records, and they were distributing through Interscope, so to, he must. When you when you get P Diddy meeting you at South by Southwest, and you're like, "Hey, doing I'm going to put you on this album," you're doing something yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But it's just not my my cup of tea. So, yeah. Before we go any farther, would either of you say that you're fans of rap in general?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say it's it's a genre that I listen to, but not any more of stuff that came out while I was in like high school than I do stuff now.
1: I think mostly when it comes to rap or hip hop, I really just listen to um some some of Kanye's older stuff and not really like much Kanye. else.
2: I like Little Nas X. He's he I put do
1: like Little Nas X. He's some dope. Bops. Um, but yeah, I I would say mine is is a more limited palette when it comes to that genre of music.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a few people I like that still put out music now. I liked Childish Gambino, who is Donald. I Lover. do love
0: Childish Gambino. Um, true. You mean Young Lando Calrissian? <laughs> that also. He's <laughs> exactly. a multi-talented man.
2: Um, Kendrick, I like Kendrick Lamar a lot. He put out a lot of music on the Black Panther soundtrack.
0: That is a good soundtrack.
2: Um, I like little Dicky. <laughs> he's really, if you laugh, but he's a really good rapper.
0: No, he is talented. I listen. Oh, I watched the show. I forgot. You I was gonna say, have you seen the show? <laughs> I didn't watch it,
2: but
1: the commercials looked really funny.
2: So watch if you guys haven't listened to anything about him, just look up this mo- This song called Pillow Talking. It's like a seven minute long song, but I promise it flies by. So, anyways, um, but yeah, I would say casual, but yes,
0: I'm a fan. So I, I am not a huge rap connoisseur, but what I can tell you is in 2010, if Carmen was listening to rap, Carmen was listening to DMX, uh, <laughs> because there's no in-between. There's no, well, I mean, I guess if I'm going really old school, um, uh, was it, uh, Afro man that did, uh, Colt 45?
2: I have no idea. That's right.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm totally butchering my my rap artists. But <laughs> I, I had to listen to Kanye yes. a little bit, being as he was from Chicago. Uh, it was an obligation that I had. Um, but the rap that comes out today, I don't listen to a lot of it. I mean, you, you look at some of the earlier... Uh, Run DMC, uh, even even Tupac, right? Some of the the OGs of hip hop and rap blending. It's very different than yeah. even looking at two thousand ten when Machine Gun Kelly was getting his start. But I digress. Uh, going back to Machine Gun Kelly, so from from releasing some of his early singles and mixtapes, he actually created the album Lace Up which was his catchphrase. That became his, like, lace-up. That was his thing. That was his uh, People Knew Him By. And that was released on October 9th, 2012. So it, it actually, um, uh, Wild Boy was the main single that dropped off of that. It was the first single to release for the album. And it topped out at 98 on the Billboard Hot 100. So by 2012, he had a top 100 hit.
2: Okay, that's a a good trajectory.
0: Yeah, in in within your first single going probably directly to YouTube at the time, to 2012, you've gotten signed by P-B- P. Diddy, and you have a top 100 song. So pretty good. Uh, it didn't say which chart. I'm assuming this is the, the top 100. It's going to be all genres mixed. Uh, yeah. I would assume that it would have been a little bit higher on, on the rap billboard. But right. the the album was pretty intense. So he there was a lot of features on that album, in, which includes DMX, Twista, Waka Flocka Flame, Lil Jon, uh, there's a couple people that I don't know. Esther, Bun B, Cassie, and Young Jeezy. Uh, I don't know any of those people, but when I think of I DMX, Twisted, and Wonderland. Young Jeezy, yeah, yeah, Jeezy sounds familiar.
2: Young Jeezy did and a song that was like a one-hit song. And he, I'm sure he put out more music, but um, I think there was a song called Young Survivor that he put out that was really popular. But anyways, it was Akon. No, Akon and Young good Jeezy.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, but the album itself... Actually hit number fu- number four on the U.S. Billboard. So while he had one single top out at ninety eight, he had the, the album itself was uh, it debuted as a top ten and this album. This was so.
2: uh,
1: this is what year?
0: Two thousand twelve. So this oh, is so that was right in two so years. So he's,
1: so he's twenty two yeah. at this point. That's pretty young.
0: Yeah. So, but also this is the year the world was going to end. So oh, we
1: people were just listening to whatever.
0: Yeah, they said fuck good, it, good let's just listen to anything. When we all thought the world ending was our biggest problem.
1: <laughs> that would be like a solution now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about your covid vaccine or your mask because the world's actually ending tomorrow.
2: I had friends get married on what was supposed to be the last day of <laughs> life just to be fun. Anyways. So. That we'll is continue.
0: fun. Were you at that wedding?
2: I was. I was a groomsman.
0: Oh, groomsman. Look at you. Always the groomsman, groomsman, never the groom. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one do? of my other favorite. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> that's that's another one of my favorite uh, uh, hip hop artists. Is uh, Boys to Groomsmen. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, so, anyways, we're we're gonna jump forward a little bit. So that was in uh, 2012, October by February 18th, 2013. There was another uh, uh, mixtape that he put out called Black Flag, and that included Meek Mill, Pusha T, and Wiz Khalifa. So. He was he was doing stuff with people that like I I know. Like I knew these people, I knew these names more than I knew Machine Gun Kelly. Right. Okay. Right. And then we're gonna go to 2015 when General Admission was the next album that he had put out, October 16th, 2015. And I'm gonna take a pause right here because this is the segment of the show where we're gonna talk all about. The Eminem Machine Gun Kelly beef.
2: Okay, this is when I start to know who Machine Gun Kelly is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Gabe, do you know why the beef started?
2: Um. So, I know what each one of them says. There was, like, something about Machine Gun Kelly saying Eminem said that, uh, what's that guy's name? He wears a hat. <laughs> like a ra- <laughs> he's, he's like a radio you know. host.
0: The guy from, oh, Sway. Sway.
2: Sway. Where, like, Eminem said he couldn't come on Sway's show. Like, he didn't want him on his Sway show or something. And then also, MGK, like, made tweets about Eminem's daughter, who was very attractive, um, who made tweets about Eminem's daughter. Um, and then MGK put out Rap Devil first. And then Eminem put out Kill Shot. And then, which are both really good songs, in my opinion. But. Okay, so how did it start? I'm pretty sure I was Hold on. missing pieces there.
1: I need to say something. First of all, I don't know when anybody will learn to not pick fights with Eminem because it seems like he always does a pretty good job taking them down. Whether you like him or not, it's he's like he's good at it. Um but I also personally believe that every almost every celebrity beef is made up because most of them occur right before someone has a new album dropping or someone has, like, a Super Bowl performance or something. like So <laughs> I think it's all staged for publicity, and I think everyone plans them out before they happen. But continue. See, I, think,
2: I think that too, but there's some times where, like, the rap ones... Are just way more personal
1: <laughs> That's, I mean honestly that could very well be true Because I remember you know with like the whole Taylor Swift Kanye thing Which I, I still truly don't like fully understand But there's it seems like basically he was like called her and said Hey is it okay if I say this And then she said that she didn't have yeah. all the information about what he was going to say So I wonder if that is kind of like what happens when they're like Hey can I shit talk you on my album And they're like sure And then like yeah. sometimes it's way worse than they were assuming I don't know
2: yeah, I think what maybe it is for rappers to to like piggyback on that is s- people will do it to somebody way more famous than them to try to yeah. piggyback onto their career. Absolutely. And and then and just because of the culture of it is still kind of like toxic masculinity, if you don't respond, you're a little bitch boy. So like yeah. <laughs> you have to respond, otherwise you're a little bitch boy. And yeah. so and I Beach think everyone always what? picks <laughs> what?
1: Eminem because he has a massive audience. I don't, and I don't know, Drake like... also fucked up push a T.
2: Not too long ago, like yeah. ended his career. So, anyways, go ahead, Carmen.
0: No, that was that was pretty much. So, first off, uh, to, to Kelky's point, yeah, I agree. I think a lot of it is staged. I also like I I understand being mad at people,
1: but I also <laughs> understand.
0: Be, it's so easy to just forgive and say, you know what? Yeah, totally. Like I am a multi multi millionaire. I don't need this. I don't need this kind of stress in my life. Because you're a bitch I think boy. it's more because yeah because I'm a little bitch boy. Uh, Can we put on a diss track think... on each other? <laughs> <laughs> or other. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a like, disk I'm gonna distract. Right now, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> diss track, for booze and Broadway. Oh. Shout out. Oh, I no. the, Did did he do his
2: live? Uh yes. Did you watch it? I wanted to, but I was...
1: Yeah, so. I'll, I'll fill you in when we're off
0: air. Well, okay. sidebar, we love <laughs> we love you, Booze and Broadway. We love that. So, yeah, my my thoughts are it's all fake, but honestly, it's probably seeded in a little bit of truth, uh, but I, I think that when they're together, they're like, yeah, you know what? It's just business. Like, it's not personal. It's like the mafia. You kill someone, they kill someone. It's fine. And... To Gabe, your point going back, so yeah, basically, it all started when Machine Gun Kelly tweeted and it was like, Yeah, Eminem's daughter's hot. And it was like, I think the direct quote was, Eminem's daughter or Haley is hot as fuck, but in the most respectful way possible because M is king. So maybe <laughs> don't say hot as fuck and then say in the most respectful way. That's kind of like when you say, with all due respect, you're a piece of human garbage. Uh, <laughs> like it you doesn't... do. And right, one like does. one does. <laughs> uh, no offense, so that's
1: really... something incredibly offensive.
0: Right. And that's what started it. And then six years later, I think this is where the beef really gets heated up. Because six years later, uh, Eminem responds with the song Not Alike. So yeah. at that point, then Machine slow burn. Gun Kelly... It's a yeah. slow burn. <laughs> basically because then uh colson uh responds (laughs) by writing the song uh rap devil that gabe mentioned but in the song he's like man it took you six years to respond like what yeah Uh, because i'm like if you have
1: to take six years to like produce a full album i totally understand but like i feel as though you could maybe make a single song before that to respond slightly more promptly
0: Right. Or even, you know, imagine the polite the polite celebrity beef of saying, Hey, uh, MGK, I heard what you said. I'm going to respond to it, but I need some time. Give me six years. <laughs> it's like the red receipt of your iPhone text. I see it. I'll get to you later. Uh, but anyway, so there was a couple other songs that Eminem released, uh, including, like uh, Gabe said, the one called Kill Shot. Uh, different subliminal mes- messages. And uh, there's a song called Zeus and a song called Nat where there's other little things where they, he references Machine, uh, um, actually says the word Kelly. So there's, there's different things that you could look at subliminally that probably are a bit of a stretch. But, you know, the Internet's going to take something <laughs> and run with it. Yeah. Uh, but then Kelly, uh, Machine Gun Kelly seems to have claimed that he won with uh, the song Bullets with Names because there's been no... Distract response. responses yeah. to that well how long uh, has it been uh kill oh, wow. shot's been i think a couple years now but at this point i mean could you look waiting. at eminem it could be waiting could give him six years yeah he set the precedent but yeah literally there was an interview where he literally says and i quote killed i killed eminem and i'm like that's just not
1: no one has no so one has
0: you're incorrect If there was anyone, ironically, who could do it, it might be Travis Barker, uh, but he's not, he's not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, anything else you guys want to add into on the, the beef, the machine gun Kelly beef while we're on the, the topic? No, I think people just, a lot of people in that music genre
1: pick Eminem because A, they'll, they know he'll probably respond and B, because he has such a huge audience and, people, like a fandom. So it's exposure, you know, even if those people are just going to go on the internet and be like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly is the worst, whatever. It's still exposure. So yeah, that's my opinion on those beefs.
2: The stuff he put out was good music when he was, like it was, they were good uh, diss tracks. So I don't think, I enjoyed listening to them. And I was like, oh, this is not terrible. And then I looked up at other stuff and I was like, this sounds nothing like (laughs) what i just listened to so i'm not coming back to this ever again
0: speaking of eminem too i think it's worth noting that i just found out recently that him and christina aguilera had a beef back in the day
2: oh yeah i remember Uh, that one he had a beef with mariah carey yep um there's a whole like mariah carey paid the guy from prison break to be in his music video (laughs) obsessed because they look like eminem
0: yeah that is hilarious yeah so anyways, uh, that's a whole topic for a different day. If we ever get to it, Christina sure, Aguilera, if you want to become yeah, Mar- oh, either one of you, if Christina Aguilera or Mariah Carey, if either of you guys decide that you want to be relevant again, let us know and we'll we'll do the, the podcast <laughs> Ooh, and help, we'll help we'll help revi- revitalize your career. Just wait till Christmas uh, rolls around. Mariah's doing fine. Yeah, that's her. She comes out of her cocoon. So I am going to gloss over these pieces because there's not a ton that I want to include. But basically, he had two more studio albums titled Bloom, which released on May 12th, 2017, and Hotel Diablo, which released July 5th, 2019. So those were the last two albums that he had done with his his rap genre. And you look at July 5th, 2019 to September 25th, 2020 is when uh, Tickets to My Downfall was released. So I tried to find some correlation between... Maybe when Megan Fox and him were dating and when that would have come out, but it would have taken... So if they were first in the... Uh, she was in the My Bloody Valentine music video, May twenty twenty yeah. twenty, 2020. May 20th, 2020. Uh, she wouldn't have influenced that transition, is right. what I'm right. trying to say. But, Kelky, you said you listened to that album. What were some of your thoughts mm-hmm. with it? Because I i i'll get to mine in a second i want to start with you what what are some of your thoughts on the reason
1: i listen to it is because i love halsey and she has a song with him on it and that's for sure my favorite song um was it miss me
0: i'm looking up right now um but yeah there is a song on, on, on the track oh yeah forget me too forget me
1: too um but yeah i i enjoy the album like i played the whole thing a couple times but forget me too is my favorite but i mean that was the main reason that i listened to the album and i I was intrigued by the fact that it was a pop punk because it was such a, a departure from what he had previously established himself as and i enjoy reliving my pretend emo times of high school so it, it gave me <laughs> some fallout boy but, well because i listened to like a lot of fallout boy in high school but i was like not absolutely not gonna say i was emo in any way <laughs> <laughs> i just like it just gave me the mems of driving around when i was 17 being like yeah loud music i'm so cool <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's um, uh, it was very interesting just in general I'm looking at the the pop punk albums that came out in 2020 and it it's on there as one of the most notable ones but then you have like neck deep uh newfound glory. Uh, knuckle puck all time low four years strong a lot of those like typical 2000 early in green day uh, i forgot about that one uh (laughs) father of all motherfuckers i forgot that that album came out uh but yeah there was a lot of pop punk albums that came out that year and i don't know if it was a because there was a lot of this nostalgia around the early 2000s in in 2020 where i think all the millennials are hitting their like quarter life midlife crisis and they're (laughs) like oh man and they just go Remember back music? to their comfort songs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Remember That's what Green I'm saying.
1: Day.
0: The vibes. Uh, the high school vibes. So, uh, Gabe, have you heard any of that album, or is that not one that you're as familiar with? Tickets to my downfall? That album?
2: Did you ask me a question? Yes. <laughs> oh, Something like it paused for a second. Are you awake? <laughs> I am awake. I, I, had,
0: said, I had said, uh, had you listened to that album at all or no?
2: I literally, my only exposure was the, uh, the rap, the, 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 the Eminem disc track. And then I see him on TikTok because he's sometimes like does cover sometimes, I think. And Mm. something like sometimes those pop on my TikTok. And also there's some CPs on my Instagram that share him onto their stories. So that's my exposure to Machine Gun Kelly. Got it. but I will check it out if it's not terrible, which it sounds like it's, it's not,
0: not. It's not terrible. It's just also not incredible. But And also all
2: of my, like, I just throw music to Playlist now because I yeah. work at the gym. So I just throw music that will not Pump people...
0: people
2: up. Yeah. And it's, let me tell you, no matter what you do, you're playing the wrong music. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I've
0: learned. Got to play some Gallery 81. I me, knew he that, was going to say that. You know
2: what? I'll add Gallery 81 and I'll try to take a, st- a video of me playing it at the gym to my busiest
0: class that give me a, an incredible friendship boner uh, <laughs> that's so you need. Yeah, on august 9th 2021 uh this is the last piece that he's announced uh is that there's an album that's going to be coming called born with horns and it's another uh collaborative project with with Travis Barker. So it sounds like he's going to be the producer and the drummer on that album, but the first single, Paper Cuts, which I have not listened to, was released two days later on August 11th. So uh, two more to come on this, and I'm sure as that album drops, we'll, we'll have more uh, insight to it, which direction he's going. Uh, I think that you can bridge the gaps of, of the, just in general, of the pop punk and the rap world. Like I know even on uh, Blink-182, uh, Travis Barker, being the drummer there was a a single on one of the albums where they had uh yellow yellow wolf or something like that i think that's his name he was on he did a verse on on one of their songs so definitely can be bridged can be done uh some fun information one of the funnest most funnest uh one of the most funnest uh pieces of information is he actually opened a coffee shop in cleveland a couple of years Mm, back what's it called it's called 27 Club Coffee. Uh, and I should, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that it has a 4.5 Google rating uh, with 560 reviews.
2: Wow, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I've never been there, but uh, I've also not found myself just with a ton of time to burn in the city of Cleveland. I try to avoid <laughs> Cleveland as a rule of thumb. <laughs> Uh Ohio, really, in general, like even to Mark and Leah's wedding, I was like, I really don't enjoy Cleveland or Ohio as a state. It's a bit it's a bit uncomfortable. I don't like that state. Just the people from Ohio aren't always good people, I guess, unless you're listening to this podcast, which case you're a good person. So anyways, the rest of this episode is all about Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly.
2: OK, yeah. Cause, so, so all I know is there's blood involved and that they're engaged
0: somebody please give me fill in the blanks that I have that's character. it really uh and if you got a dream go and chase it uh <laughs> no that that's really it and, and Kelki please keep me honest on this because you're you're sometimes a little bit more connected into the celebrity stuff but basically if you're looking at the timeline events the the three biggest pieces that I have here is May 20th 2020 she was in the My Bloody Valentine music video Mm-hmm. I was. I would assume that they met a little bit before that because she would have had to know mm-hmm. him to get into the music video. Maybe not. Maybe just the, the director for the video just cast she was just cast, cast in the video. Okay. So the first reports that came out were a few months before this about them dating, but on July 28th, 2020, Colson Baker officially posted on his Instagram... Uh, saying waited for eternity to find you again. And this was July twenty eighth, twenty twenty. So yes. May, June, July, two okay. months from the album to being in a relationship, and then there's other reports yeah. that come out. Also, okay. she that
1: filed tracks. for divorce in May of twenty twenty. Who was mm. she married to? Brian Austin Green. Okay, with whom Who she most has well three known children. For what? Uh, stuff. On. Okay. <laughs> yes. Stuff. I yes, get him yes, very yes. confused with this man that was on um, One Tree Hill, so I always have to Google him. <laughs> but they've had a lot of um on the internet disagreements. Can you see this man?
2: He was on Beverly Hills 90210, Brian Austin. Desperate Green, house-wise. Yeah. That's um,
1: all I got. Yeah, so they have three kids together. So it was just an interesting time frame. Obviously, I'm not there. I don't know their lives. I don't know her life. I'm not, I'm absolutely not saying anything, but it was just a questionable. However, they had separated in like 2015 or 2016 because they've been married for like 10 years. So they had separated prior to this, Um, but I don't know
0: yeah it's, it's when you when you go into celebrity relationships and their divorces and their separations like it's all second nature now like it's really not even mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure there's drama there's always going to be his side her side and somewhere in between is actually the truth but regardless uh, you you fast forward uh, just under two years and January 12th 2022 they're engaged and mm-hmm. apparently they drank each other's blood they've confirmed in news reports that they're vampires. So they really? whatever that means, that's what they've, they've confirmed that they're vampires. So I guess I can go and just confirm that I'm a vampire too. And now I'm a vampire. Uh,
2: if somebody alive was a vampire, I could see it being machine gun Kelly.
0: Could you also <laughs> or, see it being or, Megan Fox though too?
2: Well,
1: yeah,
0: kind of.
2: Yeah. Kind, yeah. I mean, I, like I'm not saying it's true. I 100% don't believe that they are, but
1: I believe I if they see... think they are, I believe that they think they are.
0: Yeah. It's just, there's so many medical things that you could do to your body by just drinking human blood. And it's just disgusting. It's just so many things can go wrong. But when I do think of vampires, most people are going to think of, you know, Twilight or uh, whatever Dracula. other vampire, Dracula. I think of Coach Viratu from uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His name is Coach Viratu. <laughs> Oh, anyways rick and morty call out uh so that's really all i got it's there's so much here i guess our my our, what are our thoughts machine gun kelly is a weirdo he's i would put him in the category as weird personally but i guess who's to say re- what's normal you know i respect anyone yeah. who can pivot their career
1: i also say- respect people who live their authentic self with no regards yeah. for any ca- anyone's cares <laughs> And I, I truly believe that much money. You, you,
0: when you have that much money, you're you're offered the luxury to just do whatever you want with your life and not care and be authentic.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So I've gone. I've grown respect for him, even though I don't listen to any of his stuff. For him to make a pivot and say, like, you know what, rap's not working for me. Even if it was working, let me try a different genre. And then finding that because it's it takes courage to to just change your whole career pretty much so i respect him and i hope he's hearing me because he's a vampire and i don't want him to eat me
1: (sighs) so they did meet i want to say before the video like they met once at um maybe like the mtv music awards or something and he walked up to her and she said um, you smell like weed. And he responded, <laughs> I am weed. And that's how he won her over.
0: <laughs> Romance. So. That doesn't... I, I do remember reading that interview, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot <laughs> to add that. Uh, there was also, I, I, I think, another read. interview where she she said that um, when she, th- she was asked about him, and she said, yeah, he embodies sex. And I was like, what?
1: People... No. I mean, that's kind of like how you say, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, if that's what how she feels about him, that's probably how she feels about them. That's good for their relationship, in some ways, for sure. He embodies Um,
0: sex. Okay, fine, cool, cool. Do your thing.
1: You know, that's just she's clearly very passionate about him. And uh, do you think they're going to
0: have kids together? She already has three. Mm. Do you think they're? She has more three.
1: She's. Uh i I mean it probably depends on if he wants kids or not honestly yeah. he's he's a little younger he's he'll be thirty two this year um but I don't know you know if he wants kids I think maybe i I think she she strikes me as someone who really enjoys being a parent, so I think yeah. if he wants kids, I think she would definitely have more kids yeah but i again I don't know them, so
0: I don't I could be wrong yeah I also forgot to mention. But so yeah, he actually the reason that what's up? Sorry, I think there is a little bit of a delay going on. I don't know if it's Are your you... Wi Fi or my Wi Fi. Sorry, yeah. Um, so,
1: so two things they they keep like he said it in the first post, and then they brought it up again in the engagement when they're like, "I found you again." Like they're very of the they always they like keep saying that they've been soulmates in every lifetime. So they, I guess they think that they've been reincarnated and they'll always find each other. And then the blood thing came from when she posted that they were engaged. It was like a very nice, long, poetic thing. And then at the very end, it says, and then we drank each other's blood. That's all. That's how it ends.
0: Yeah. Which is just beauty weird. is <laughs> in, the hot, in the eye of the beholder, like you said. Uh, I did want to bring back this up because I I actually didn't realize this at the time. So he he does have some uh, acting credits to his name. Yes. He's been in, uh, I think the biggest movies are, he was in The Dirt, Bird Box, and The King of Staten Island. Oh yeah, Island. he was in Bird Box. I forgot about that. I've never seen Bird Box, so I didn't know. I've also never seen The King of Staten Island, but The Dirt is a movie all about um motley Crue, and he plays tommy lee so i didn't realize that at the time i totally get it i see that and it makes sense now but yeah he does have some acting appearances he's also been on an episode of uh raw uh which is hilarious uh wwe but uh yeah you know it's he, he considers himself an actor too so he he's huh. a talented guy i i'm not gonna take that away from him i think you could be a Real crazy weird threat. person huh here's a tweet
1: threat. i'm gonna share a yeah. couple tweets About this that I find very Hilarious there's one that says I am sorry but I love hearing about How weird and in love uh, MGK and Megan Fox are there living Proof that hot people are even more cringe and batshit crazy than the rest of us and I think that's beautiful (laughs) Um, And then if you haven't seen pictures Of or videos of when they got engaged He's wearing like a tuxedo jacket That's black and white striped like Beetlejuices but it's sequin but All the memes about it Are like people like when the Foot Locker employee finds an extra pair of the sold-out shoes because it's <laughs> yes. him proposing and her, like, looking happy. And so someone tweeted <laughs> oh, that oh, with I saw the that picture. Oh, I didn't know it was them. <laughs> Foot Locker, Foot Locker, quote, tweeted the picture and said, just to be clear, Machine Gun Kelly requested this day off, which is hilarious to me.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. So I just funny. think those are
1: funny. So, yeah, The video it's... is on both of their Instagrams of him proposing.
0: I, I had also to saw watch a tweet that said...
1: <laughs> Yeah, I saw a tweet that said the birds chirping in the background of the proposal video are paid actors, which is hilarious to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're, they're paid in blood, though. <laughs> Probably. So, anyways, that's all I got. That is all. Did you guys learn anything new about Machine Gun Kelly today, or aka uh, Colson Baker? I learned, yeah, I learned, I learned his, name. his name was Colson Baker. <laughs> Good job, and Carmen. that's you it. Crushed. You, you, you enlightened all of us. It's true. Thank you. Uh, so before we wrap up, I just want to uh, give a shout out to our one of our longtime listeners, Katya, Katya, who has uh, given us a couple of recommendations. Uh, if there's any recommendations for the uh, the streaming of episodes you want to hear, different celebrities, etc., let us know. We love it. We love hearing from you guys uh, at Dude Thoughts Pod. Uh, all the rest, Gabe, I'll, I'll let you tackle all the rest. I did, I did the easy one. <laughs>
2: Oh, yes. Follow us on Gabriel. Cha- ChaoticallyKelki, uh, Carmen.Gabriel.Official, like and subscribe, and rate us on all the platforms, Spotify and Apple iTunes, because that helps keep the lights on in the closet I'm in. <laughs> um, and if there's any celebrities you want to talk about, let us know. You are obviously the listeners, so whatever you guys want us to cover, we would happily like to do, even if it's a Muppet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. That's a big podcast for (laughs) Gabriel. If you got a dream. Go and chase it, and we'll see you all in the next one.
1: Bye.